attack. Dangle clax. All right. Cow, there it is. Ooh, that was a good clap. Hello and welcome, you guys. Welcome and hello. Today is Mother Truckin' Thursday, which means it's Mother Truckin' Vlog Day. And I have a full-on, action-packed vlog for you guys planned out tonight. Let me rephrase that. Full-on, fun, relaxing, fun, hangout vlog. It's going to be a little bit little bit more chill tonight. I feel like tensions have just... I feel like I say this every week. I feel like I'm in a weird mood. I feel like tensions are really high. There's been some FDA announcements going on in the such as today that we'll get to just a little bit later. I don't want to spend too much time on news and advocacy, but there was some announcements today. The only thing I really ever care about right now, this, this is the call to action. This is to stop the vape tax that is getting voted on today, was voted on today. Not really sure, not not really sure 100%, but welcome you guys. Let me do a real quick rundown for you as far as what's going on tonight. I have a wacky looking soda on my desk, which I definitely want to drink a little bit later on. I have a wacky looking beer on my desk, which we're going to drink sooner rather than later. A few things that I've been vaping. We're going to have some Kirsch Redemption Kirsch Redemption is happening tonight. I finally might get to vape the Kirsch. Of course, we're going to do Getting to Know Grim Green. The intro will make a lot more sense when we get to Getting to Know Grim Green. Of course, we have a very random liquid tasting. Of course, I have some vape mail. And tonight, I actually have some reverse vape mail. At least that's what I'm calling it. It'll make sense. Listen, it'll make sense when we get there like it always does. But uh, welcome, you guys. I guess the first thing that I want to do, the very... Very first thing that I want to do is my new favorite thing, where I get to hear from one of my subscribers. So this week, I would like to hear from William. What say you, William? Hey, Grim. Uh, this is Will from the UK. My YouTube name is Rasper Was. Um, I just wanted to send you this video. Um, I'm a prison officer here in the UK, and I don't know what prisons are like uh, in the United States or elsewhere around the world but over here uh, a couple of years ago all establishments went smoke free now of course on paper that's going to be a bad thing uh, but all uh, the residents didn't have a choice to, to give up smoking so they had to vape so they all vape now and obviously after being forced to do it some are still maybe a bit stubborn about it but they they've realized that the benefits and we've been the smoke-free establishment and the country country's been completely smoke-free in terms of its prisons for the last two three years no four years um but i just wanted to share with you an article that i did in uh my establishments magazine where i, I kind of go into one a little bit about vaping i just want to so yeah uh da, 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 da. Most of my time is taken up with family. As far as hobbies go, vaping. Vaping is a real hobby of mine. I make my own liquid, coils, tanks. I don't make my own tanks, but I'm a big advocate for harm reduction. I get fed up with the fake news surrounding the whole thing. So you're a reform smoker? Yes, I'm. I am, so I'm a big advocate of vaping. Thought you'd be interested in that. Um, I try to uh, preach wherever people will listen. So, like you say, get involved and I try to do my bit. Thanks for all the work that you do. Uh, big uh, fan. Uh, Mouth to Lung Vapor, Cloud 2, Dicotes, Danny Mini, Danny Mini. Thank you. Will, 
Thank you, Will. I mean, that's awesome. Defending vaping. Thank you for everything you do to defend vaping. Thanks for everything you have done in the past. That's very much appreciated. And William, did anyone ever tell you you sound like Roy Kent from Ted Lasso? You sound exactly like Roy Kent, which is a good thing. It's a positive thing. Roy Kent is a badass. You sound like Roy Kent, my man. If anybody else out there has a video similar to Williams that they want to see featured on this here vlog video, you can send them on over to me. I literally love watching them and love making them into those little videos. And it can be literally anything. Just send them on over to me. Nick at grimgreen.com. Just mark your subject. That one thing, you know, chances are I'll see the attachment. It'll get cataloged. It'll get used in a future video. But I appreciate that, William, a.k.a. Roy Kent. It might be time to sing happy birthday. It might be time to sing happy birthday like literally right now. Do we want to start off with a happy birthday? Because I feel like we have to. There's some birthdays that have been happening, and I'm, I'm seeing it in the chat. There was, uh, let's see, we got Devin O. We got Devin O in the chat. It's his birthday. We got... Uh, Jeffrey Van Goon, Jeffrey Van Loon, sorry. <laughs> I know Jeffrey Van Loon's going to be watching on the replay. Uh, who's this guy? His birthday is, isn't until the 5th, but we're doing it tonight. Jim James, it's not your birthday until the 3rd, but we're doing it tonight. And Jay Cook, <laughs> Jay Cook, I saw you in the chat. You couldn't get past me. It's Jay Cook in the chat's birthday today. And I, I'm a firm believer that if it's your birthday, someone should sing happy birthday to you. So I'm doing it right now. <clears throat> ma, 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 ma. Happy birthday to them. Happy birthday to them. Happy birthday, dear Jay Cook, Jim James, who's this guy? Devin O, Jeffrey Van Loon. Key change. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, you guys. Skip around the room. Skip around the room. Skip around the room. Jay Cook, let's go. You skipping around the room yet? Happy birthday, you guys. Happy birthday all around. Now, what I really actually want to do, should we do the soda first or do the beer first? Let's do the beer first. I don't want to break tradition. I've lowered the, the volume of the beer bumper. Let's have a beer. beer tonight once again i want to give a shout out to mr poon sauce mcnasty he does uh beer live streams damn near every day he sent me a big care package of beer this is from uh 903 brewers looks like this is uh brewed in the great state of texas plum stoned plum stoned now here on this alcohol <laughs> here on this alcohol can we have uh cartoon characters uh, we got a big plum not not just cartoon characters, inebriated cartoon characters, stoned and, and apparently drunk. He could be a little bit crossfaded there. Cartoon characters. It's only a six and a half percent, so the vlog's not going to get too too crazy today. I haven't seen. Um, hang on, nine oh three brewing plum stoned. I don't know much about this beer, and I did not see Poon Sauce McNasty's uh, review of it. Is this not called Plum Stoned? Yeah. 903 Blue Plum Stoned. What do you mean this beer doesn't exist? This beer exists. 
Kilt switch? Okay, maybe this beer doesn't exist. I, it doesn't, I can't find it on untapped and I can't find it on uh, Beer Advocate. 903 Brew, oh, I, I Googled brewing. Does it really need to be brewers? Ah, maybe it does. 903 Brewers, okay. So we're just going into this completely blind. I don't know if it's good. I don't know if it's bad. I'm assuming that if Poonsauce McNasty, he's the connoisseur these days of fine malted beverages, if he sent it to me, then it's got to be pretty damn good, right? And how do you want to pass on something that looks this great? Plumstone slushy? They tell you, dude, there's a recipe on the back to make a plumbed stoned slushy. So you can make a slushy out of your favorite beer that's based on a stoned cartoon plum. <laughs> Just when you say it that way, it kind of makes uh, kind of makes kind of makes it sound a little bit weird. Let's pour it into a modern times glass. Purple. This looks like uh, this looks like a fountain drink. Poon sauce. It said open it over the sink, and I didn't even open it over the sink. Whoa. This is uh, non-translucent. That looks like, what the hell's going on here? What did I just pour out of this can? That's the weirdest beer I've ever seen. <laughs> that's, some, that's some beer. That, I don't even know what to make of this. This looks delightful. Cheers, you guys. Happy Thursday. Happy, uh, okay, and I'm not trying to bring the mood down. Happy, uh, happy uh, Australia Prohibition Eve, everybody. Oh my God. This is delightful. Uh, it tastes like, uh, cherries or, uh, cherry skins. Really like a, I, I want to say plum because there's a plum on it, but I, I don't want to be that guy that's like, oh, it tastes like plum because there's a plum on it. Cherry, it's sour, it's cherry, it's tart, but there is like this weird upfront. I felt like it was like, uh, you know, Smucker's jam, like raspberry jam with the seeds in it. That's what this tastes like with alcohol and it's delicious. Holy crap. It's really, really creamy. That is creamy. That is creamy. Okay, Berliner Weiss style ale aged on plum, black currants, and cherry. Black currant. That is the flavor that I couldn't nail down. Black currant, cherry. Holy crap, this is good. It's a Berliner Weiss, so it's it's beautiful. It's crispy. It's not real malty or or tingly like you know, uh, like IPAs sometimes get. Woo! Woo! Damn, Poonsauce, this is really good. Cheers, Christopher. Yo, yo, bro. Mmm, mmm. Now, oh my God, this is, this is about to be the greatest beer pairing that has ever happened on this YouTube. This is, Ashton, this is dank. Dank. Do people still use that term, dank? Is that a thing? I mean, I feel like in 2017, 2016, people were, everything was dank. Like, potato chips were dank. Everything was dank. Now nothing's dank. Well, I'm bringing it back. This is dank, and I'm about to pair it with Frank and Tone's Jam It. 
this is going to be ridiculous. Poonsauce, you have no idea. <laughs> Jam it with this beer. This is going to be great. I kind of want to just wait a second to just savor this feeling, knowing that I, I, I won't be able to untaste this. <sighs> Cheers, you guys. That's it. That's it. That's incredible. That's a beautiful, beautiful pairing. That Frankentones jam it with that like tart cherry black currant. Man, that's good. Whew, that's it. This wins. In the future, whenever I say like this is the new best beer pairing, remind me of this. You're gonna you have to fact check me. You have to go, no grim green. You already said remember when you already said that jam it. Jam it in that stoned plum. That was the best. Hold me accountable, you know? Don't let me get away with that. Spectacular. That's a spectacular pairing. Shout out to Poon Sauce McNasty. Now we get to enjoy this uh, delicious plumbed, plum stoned throughout the vlog. Damn, this is good making me sweat a little bit like i got like a little bit of hot sweat action going on but uh all right you still say dank look if new wave dave still says dank i'll still say dank what's up frank neil how you doing bro thank you for coming out what, what are we doing next we had the beer we had the things let me real quickly touch on a few things that i've been vaping i guess just because oh no super chats holy crap did we completely forget super chats we sang happy birthday and then didn't do any super chats. <laughs> yeah, Dane B, this is the end game pairing. Super chat. Can't, we're already running too long. We're already running too long. See, there was a super chat. Oh, great. Okay, there was some super chats, but uh, YouTube is not showing them to me. There was one at the very beginning of the stream from Eli who said, Yak Bong, replay crew, hashtag plus two crew. P.S. The new Bond movie is awesome. I haven't got to see the new Bond movie. If I'm being completely, truly, honestly, I, I didn't know that there was a new uh, a new Bond movie. See, that's how this is. This is how out of touch I am with like reality. Uh, Darren, that's very gracious of you. What's up? How y'all doing today? Doing really good. <coughs> Burp life. Sorry. <coughs> There's a second one. <coughs> Three, <coughs> four. Gross. Go away. Sorry, that was, I couldn't control that. Darren, doing very well. Appreciate you being here. MMC said, hello, Nick Green. I've been trying to reach you about your car's extended warranty. Dick. Dick. Just kidding, Matt. Appreciate you being here. New Wave Dave says, my cat jumped from the top of the couch onto my chest, put a knife to my throat, and said, give Nick five bucks or I'll cut you? Bro. Your cat is hard. Your cat is serious. Whoa. <laughs> All right. Tell well listen, tell your cat from me, thank you, but whoa. Like, <laughs> you know, come on, feline. Feline life. Let's see. Uh, I'm trying to scroll through the chat here to see if there were any, any more that happened. Jeffrey, that's very gracious of you. Hey, Nick, I just wanted to stop by and say hi. Unfortunately, I can't watch the live vlog today, so I'll be part of the replay crew tonight. Shout out to the replay crew. Shout out to Jeffrey and the replay crew. Appreciate you very much, Jeffrey. Very much. 
Sierra Nevada Oktoberfest Los Palos. That is a delicious beer. Vaping with Supa Clouds. What's up, brother Nick? I'm in a weird mood today, so chilling with you, Boosh. Yeah, right? I appreciate that. Let's, let's shake this weird mood, you know? Let's just shake it off a little bit. It's like, this, it's like the tweet said in the beginning. It's like the tweet said in the beginning. Bone Fog. How you been, Bone Fog? Cheers, man. Uh, we all appreciate you and always will. Bone Fog. I appreciate you, Bone Fog. Thank you very much, man. You didn't have to do that, but I appreciate it. JK. JK. How you doing, JK? You didn't say anything you didn't have to. There's a fist bump for you. Bump it. Bump the fist. You see it? Go. Tyler B says, yo, yo, Nick, I just found out yesterday after graduating my drug court program, I am no longer a felon. It's been a long journey in my recovery and vape life. Thank you for being a part of it. Plus two crew, Tyler B for the win. Congratulations. Free citizen, Tyler B. Free citizen. I love that. I love that. And then JK, JK in with there with the, yeah, appreciate you, bro, JK. Awesome, you guys. Appreciate that. Hopefully New Wave Dave's cat doesn't uh, threaten anybody else. Don't let that cat out on the streets. I'll just be getting weird people showing up, you know, into my chat. And like some cat just showed up in my house and held a, <laughs> held a knife to my throat. <laughs> Did you guys do the call to action yet? Ah, I know you have. I know you have. It's all good. So uh, let's see. Good Lord, I don't even know exactly what I'd like to do right now. Um, let me do this. Let me just do a few things that I've been vaping. This is just, I've been breaking stuff down. I've been trying to simplify my life, and it never really goes as planned. But here's just a few things that I've been vaping. If we're going to talk about pods, because pods are how I vape a lot of the time, it's going to be the Coco, the Caliburn A2 Coco, banging. This is the top right now. This is the tip top of the echelon of pods, in my opinion, right now. Followed closely, Soren Air and the, the Novo 4. Novo 4 has been hanging out for quite a while. These two have been going back and forth pretty hard. I think the Caliburn eventually is going to win. Um, in other news, two Max, two Drippers, two bottles of liquid. I got a snow cap and I got a My Vapes Clutch. MechMod. That's the Scion RDA on top there. That's the uh, Axial Pro RDA right there. These are some uh, custom panels from Opium Resin Art over there on Instagram. Check out Opium Resin Art. These are banging panels, and I just like how matchy they are. These are my, I guess, uh, green setups. I like the color green. Jamit, as you saw, was in one of them. Overdrip BC. Just This could be my favorite custard. I might draw that line in the sand right now that this overdrips bc might be my favorite custard it's a butterscotch custard and it's just it's just really good i don't remember vaping a custard as often as i've gone to this bc axial pro really good flavor um, I got a billet box. I got Harold. There's the uh, Cubics on the inside of that. Not sure of the liquid, though. And it's upsetting me because... What is that? Does this ever happen to anybody else or literally just me? I filled up this Cubics with a liquid, and I've been vaping it, and it's slowly running out, and I like it, but I cannot place what liquid this is. I don't know what I filled it up with. I look through my drawer and I don't I don't know what this is and it's driving me insane. 
I don't know what it is, but it's driving me insane. Wait. And then, like, at the very end, I'm like, wait, wait, I think I know what that is. No, I lost it. No, I lost it. Received this bad boy last week from uh, Infinite Mods. Look at this Magnus squonker, big mechanical squonker there. Grim green panel, recoil RDA on top. Jamit is in this as well. I've been having a pretty okay time with this. I will say the fire, bittens, the fire button has been a little bit wonky. Yeah, little bit wonky here and there. I get an, like an occasional misfire. It hasn't happened for a bit. Let's see. It hasn't happened for a bit. It's just occasional here and there. Occasional here and there misfires just because the contact is round and then your button is like a, a cup. So it's catching like this. And sometimes I can see it kind of, it feels like it's hitting it a little bit off kilter, just a little and that there's like a little like slight scraping sensation. I don't know. I'm getting really like nitpicky with this switch, but still damn good. And then lastly, a havoc is still hanging around. The the this is the device that refuses to die. I just keep vaping it and I just keep filling it up and I feel like these havoc coil heads have lasted me like 2 months each easily. It's crazy. And the Havoc has passed with flying colors, the sit and let it soak thing test that I do sometimes with pods. I left this Havoc sitting over there for maybe a month, maybe longer. Picked it up, felt brand new. Felt like a fresh coil head. It was ridiculous. And it's still good. It's still mango in there. Still delicious. How are you, Plumstone? Still good? All right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Mm. So that's really uh, that's really it. That's really what I've been vaping. Um, China's been on holiday, so there's been no new Chinese products coming in or anything like that. I got some stuff on the way from Vapors Cloud. I have a uh, Inception on the way from Mr. Jay Hayes himself. He gave me the whole rundown on it. Man, I'm really excited to try out this Inception mod from Jay Hayes. So I got that on the way. It's pretty cool. There's some pretty cool stuff. Oh, yeah, this too. Still, this is going. Still the retro vape from like two weeks ago on top of that boxer. That's the uh, Tokugawa RDA. And I just continually use it because it has shakedown in it, peanut butter, which is awesome. And the crackle factor from this, that's it. This, could, this, this RDA could look like just a dildo, but if it vaped this well, I wouldn't even care. The crackle is why I keep coming back to this thing. It feels like a helicopter in your mouth. That's really what you want. You want the Malvel helicopter situation. Malvel. Malvel helicopters. That's what I'm after. So let's do, good Lord. It's like I have a fresh palette and I just have a paintbrush and I don't even know what to do with it right now. Let's do, do you want to talk about Christian punk rock? I really want to. This is really important to me. Let's do it. Let's get to know Grim Green just a little bit. We're going to be adding two punk rock songs to the Getting to Know Grim Green Spotify playlist. This segment is where we just talk about me just a little bit and my musical tastes because 
it's just a big part of everything that's been involved in my life is music. And even in, you know, throughout vaping, that has not ever really changed. And it's just a big part of my life, made me who I am today. And the band, it's a weird, this is a weird band to talk about. And it's not that I'm like weird or nervous or, you know, I don't want to really want to put anybody off because we're going to be talking, be talking about religion just a little bit and, and my faith that I used to have and no longer have. And that's okay. But I've talked about it before. Like I've talked about like when I was in a Christian metal band and I've played the the Christian metal bands, you know, I, I played when we were up the, the uplifted and I've, I've played all that stuff for you. And I'm really, I still love all that stuff. And I'm really proud of that time and proud of the music we wrote and like my friends at that time. And I spent a lot of my time, a lot of my life from about the age of 15 to about the age of 26 being a very, very devout believer, very, very devout believer. And so we're going to backtrack. We're going to go back in time right now. The year is 1994. <laughs> the year is 1994. And I, I'm going to youth group. You know, I love it. I love going to youth group. I love going to youth group with my friends, um, listening to all sorts of Christian, Christian bands and, and, you know, kind of getting into it, not really knowing, you know, fresh to, fresh to the scene or whatever. I don't know. And there's not really very many good like Christian bands, at least at this time when I'm getting into, into the, you know, the church or whatever, there's not, there's not a lot of options. There was like a few banger bands. It was like deliverance was pretty rad back in the day. Mortification was pretty rad back in the day. Like, you know, there's some good stuff back in the day. The blamed, you know, was really the crucified. Amazing crucified are unbelievable. I still rock the crucified constantly. And so I wasn't really at that time into punk rock music. And I basically have two people to single-handedly, even though it's two people, I basically have two people to thank for getting me into punk rock music. One of them is my buddy Chris from high school. I love you, bro. And the other guy is Mike Herrera from MXPX. Before MXPX, I never really listened to, I don't know, punk, like punk music. Just wasn't super into it. I wasn't super into it. But I would constantly go to my local Christian bookstore and try to find bands, like try to find anything that just sounded cool. You know, I needed a cool Christian music and it just didn't exist back then. Then one day, my buddy Chris from high school, from youth group, bro, MXPX. I don't know. What's MXPX? He's like, bro, MXPX. And he loans me the MXPX poking at your tape that they just released. And I just went crazy for punk music. I loved it. I loved that these dudes were Christians. And I loved that these dudes were like 16 years old, like me. They were like 15 and 16 years old. And they're just this youth group basement punk band. And they released this album poking at you. And it like changed my life, changed, changed a lot of people's lives, changed a lot of my friends' lives, you know? And I just loved MXPX, loved MXPX. It was a, it was a love that was... I mean, unbreakable. I wore MXPX left coast punk hoodies all day long. I just, I loved MXPX and they released three really great albums on this Christian label. And then we're going to get to the album that I'm going to talk about tonight. This is from the MXPX box set that I bought recently. <laughs> yeah, the MXPX, everything they've ever done on vinyl, I bought it because I had to have it. I couldn't not have it because I have so much respect for MXPX because of where they came from, where they are now. I feel, you know, Mike Herrera from MXPX has no idea that I exist, but 
me being a little 15-year-old kid in high school who had just started going to church and seeing MXPX and Mike Herrera and him also being this other 15-year-old kid who's just going to church in youth groups and he's in a punk band and he wears, you know, punk band shirts and has tattoos. I felt like we were friends, you know? There's like a little bit of like a friendship thing there with like he doesn't know who I am, but I kind of like felt like Mike was my friend and we kind of like grew up grew up together a little bit, you know? It's just really it's been a really interesting trip with MXPX. So like I said, they released 3 albums and I loved them all. I loved them all into the ground. And then this is where I become a dick in the story. <laughs> this is where I become a dick in the story for those following the story. MXPX gets signed in 1996 to a major label. And me, being the very young, very judgmental person that I was, I kind of judged MXPX for that. I was one of the people that had thought that, oh, MXPX, they sold out, you know, they're going to a major label. I accused them, I accused them of losing their faith. That's a really big deal. I accused them, I was like, they lost their faith. They don't believe anymore. <clears throat> Later that year, I went to Tooth and Nail Festival in Irvine and purposefully left the MXPX show because I was mad at them. They played and I didn't watch. And then I felt bad. I regretted not seeing MXPX, and I felt really bad. And then this album comes out on A&M Records, and it came out in 98, and I was still mad at MXPX, but I wanted to listen to it. And this album literally, like, I don't want to say changed my life, but, like, re I re-fell in love with MXPX. But there's not much, like, religious, Christian-y, lyrics on this and when i was a believer i was very mad at them for that but now that i'm older i can see that they were just kind of growing up you know they were just kind of growing up and stepping out in the world and mike herrera released this when he was 20 and i was 20 you know i was 21 or something when this came out and so i gave it a chance and it literally like i loved it and I felt guilty for judging Mike Herrera, and I felt guilty for judging MXPX, and I listened to the lyrical content of this album, and it just, it, it really hit me. It really, it really stuck with me hard. And this is an incredible album. I mean, musically, top to bottom, it's an incredible punk album. So that's the MXPX story. It doesn't quite end there. The MXPX story doesn't end there, because when this album came out, I kind of re-got back into MXPX after being mad at them, you know? So we're going to put two songs from this album on the Getting to Know Grim Green Spotify playlist. I don't even know what songs to put on here. Uh, invitation, no. Uh, okay, we're going to do the first song off the album because it's a banger under lock and key. And then we're going to do Set the Record Straight. And I'm including Set the Record Straight because to me, that song was about the Christian scene. That song was about MXPX breaking up with the Christian scene and saying, look, we've moved on and we're, we're, we're on a major label now and we're sorry that that hurts you, but you also really hurt us. That's what that song is about and that song really spoke to me. I felt like I was a dick to you, MXPX, and I'm sorry and now we're cool. I did break up with MXPX again shortly after this album, but we're not there yet. We're not there 
in the MXPX story yet. The MXPX story has more story to it. But if you're even remotely into punk rock music, I would really recommend MXPX. Slowly going the way of the Buffalo and beyond if you want to avoid a lot of really, really overtly Christian lyrics. But if that doesn't bother you, like it doesn't really bother me, life in general... Teenage Politics and the bangerest of the banger first albums, Pokin' At Ya, those three albums basically changed my life and slowly going the way of the Buffalo. Man, that album hit me. It just hit with me. It just hit with me really, really hard, especially that one particular song where I felt like Mike was singing at me and I felt like I need to needed to apologize. <laughs> you know? Anyway, I don't know if you guys have bands out there that you liked and then broke up with and then kind of got back together with. Maybe it's not on the same level as like when there's this sort of spiritual component involved in it, where there's, you know, a little bit spiritual component involved to it. Anyway, sorry, Sewer Rug. That's the, that's half of the MXPX story. I'm, I'm on good terms with MXPX, but shortly after that album, we did break up again, but that was my fault again. But now we're good. Me and MXPX, we're good. Mike Herrera, so much respect. So much respect for MXPX, so much respect for Mike Herrera. So much respect for that beer. Good Lord, that's good. Woo! You guys want to do some super chats? I realize, I realize that story was a little bit all over the place, but I'm tr I was trying to tell it in a way that wouldn't like uh be divisive or anything like that or you know i'm just trying to i was just trying to tell it like as i remember it and that was a real thing like being upset with mxpx is a real thing what do you do you know it's 20 years old teenage politics took fizzing politics politics i know and when teenage politics came out it was like oh my god like i had been listening to poking at you just on a loop and then a year later, Teenage Politics comes out, and it's like, fuck, it's like the greatest album of all time. <laughs> Teenage Politics, and then Life in General was just, I mean, whatever. Life in General was incredible, and then slowly going the way. Listen, I could spend a lot of time talking about MXPX. If you've ever listened to MXPX, hit that like button right now. That would make my day. That would make literally my day. Kennedy, in with the super chat. No one told me to give you money. I'm just giving. Oh, Kennedy, thank you very much. Appreciate that very much. Barbara Burgess says, there is no evidence to suggest that was the best pairing. <laughs> There's simply no evidence to suggest that that was the best beer pairing. Hashtag science for Grimm. Appreciate you, Barbara. Trey Watt, love you, Grimm. Vloginator. Fuck yeah, Trey Watt vloginator uh narted nartied warhammer birth name stuck in a restaurant that lost power because of the storm you're doing a great job i'll have to rest the re watch the rest later i'm sorry oh man that sucks butts stuck in a restaurant that lost power because of a storm that's a bummer sexy king phil in with a super chat says nick i can't thank you enough for all the hard work you do for vape and advocacy also 2d from gorillas told me to give you five bucks that's great i'm not even a big fan of the gorillas i mean like i hung out with 2d a couple of times <laughs> 
Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Sexy King Phil. It's it's pretty much all I know how to do at this point, which speaking of, let's jump into uh let's jump into a little bit of news and advocacy, shall we? That button doesn't work anymore, apparently. Nope, that button doesn't work anymore. Does this? News and advocacy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, What's up, everybody? Welcome to some news and advocacy. Now, as far as FDA goes, no movement. No movement either way. Just a lot of MDOs for open vapor. And we're still waiting to hear anything about Juul or pods or views or anything. FDA is just taking their sweet time. In the meantime, CDC has released the preliminary data for the 2021 National Youth Tobacco Survey, which I find pretty interesting. We'll get there in a second because the first thing, the first thing I want to mention besides the call to action Right to vape.org, testimonials, 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 testimonials. You want to know how to change politicians' minds? It is with testimonials. Do CASA testimonials if you can. If you haven't already, do it again. There's the right to vape testimonial. There's the right to switch petition as well. Can't forget about Ken Warner. Oh, Ken Warner's hidden. Ken Warner's hidden behind the call to action. What are you doing down there, Ken? Boop, 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 Ken. That's Kenneth Warner, uh, professor emeritus at the Michigan Univer University of Michigan School of Public Health. He did a, a great piece. Him and uh, the 15, 15, 14 other past presidents of the SRNT did a great piece. So we leave Kenneth Warner up here as an inspiration for uh, tobacco harm reduction around the globe. What else do we got in news? I'm going to be in Houston literally next week. In fact... In fact, one week from today, I'll be flying to Houston. So that means that next week, I'll remind you again before the end of the stream, next week, the vlog is moving to Wednesday. Yes, just next week. Just next week, vlog on Wednesday. Just next week, vlog on Wednesday, okay? Because of the NVE trip, I'm leaving on Thursday. Vlog is on Thursday. Vlog is on Wednesday. Vlog is on Wednesday. So yeah, next week because of NVE that I'll be attending. Look, lightly attending. We're having a yo-yo kind of meetup. A lot of us are going to Houston, so we're all just kind of going to hang out for a few days rather than actually attend the show. But I will be attending the show for hopefully at least one full day. Hopefully at least one full day. Um. This week, Danielle Jones and I did a really great live stream about Raja Krishnamurthy. We had some interactive live tweeting going on the whole time. We were trying to shove some science in Raja Krishnamurthy's mouth because the congressman from Illinois says there's simply no evidence that vaping helps smokers quit, which I think is an insane thing to say. So... We wanted to show Raja Krishnamurthy some science. So we were tweeting at him like crazy, and it actually was a really good stream, really very good stream. So I'll post a link to that down in the description if you want to listen more about Raja Krishnamurthy. Simply no evidence. Confidently incorrect. Simply no evidence. Now, here's the big breaking news of today. FDA has released the 2021, not FDA, 
FDA, CDC have released the preliminary data for the 2021 National Youth Tobacco Survey. They do this every year, and every year it's the same deal. They release the preliminary data along with their press release, and the full data set doesn't come out for another couple of months. So in these months before the full data set comes out, you kind of have to just go off of what FDA and CDC are saying. Unfortunately, despite what the data says, FDA and CDC are saying more than 2 million U.S. youth currently use e-cigarettes. More than 2 million? What? Let's see. There are 74 million people under the age of 18 in the United States. Dang, these numbers are getting crazy. 8 out of 10 use flavored e-cigs. So here's the important thing to remember about that. 8 out of 10 use flavored e-cigs, that's 8 out of 10 out of the ones that do vape. So that's not 8 out of every 10, that's 8 out of 10 of the percentage that vape. So they like percentages of percentages so they can show bigger percentages, even though that big percentage, like 83% of youths use flavors, it's, it's not 83, that's 83% of the 11% that vape. They love percentages of percentages. That's how you, that's how you lie with statistics. What did Alex Norcia say about the uh, 2021 National Youth Tobacco Survey data? Well, he wrote an article for Filter Magazine saying youth vaping rates decline steeply, steeply in the United States because according to Charles Gardner, the CDC press release on U.S. teen vaping is carefully crafted to hide what its numbers actually show. U.S. high school current use has dropped 72% over the last two years. Only 3.1% of high schoolers now vape nicotine daily. 3.1%. That's it. What? Then why does Raja Krishnamurthy write a letter to the Chicago Sun-Times saying that 25% of high schoolers are vaping? When the data actually shows that 3.1% of youth are actually vaping. Now, this is from the MMWR, the Morbidity and Weekly Morbidity and Mortality Weekly Report, and this week they happen to be talking about the National Youth Tobacco Survey data. What does Clive Bates think about this? Looks like CDC Tobacco Free and FDA Tobacco will announce a huge fall in US youth vaping. Oh, sorry, no. That is merely what the data will show if you look hard. The agencies will announce an official continuation of the moral panic about flavors and conceal the trend in smoking. And that's absolutely what they've done. But what's the trend in smoking? <laughs> the trend in smoking is down. So this was modified by Charles Gardner. This is 50 years of data from... Uh, 1991 all the way to 2020 look at that 1996 look at that 1995 when i was in high school 34.8 percent of high school kids were smoking you can see in 2013 here is where teen e-cigarette use began oh what's that the very next year smoking drops 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 and in 2021 Smoking dropped again. There's no gateway. That's what the smoking trends are. These are the smoking trends. Here's 1975 to 2020. 
you can see it's like a line right there, 2010. You can just see this accelerated drop in cigarette smoking. 2010 also happens to be the year that, uh, you know, started my YouTube channel, or 2009 actually. Is there a causal link between Grim Green's YouTube and an accelerated decrease in smoking? <laughs> I mean, probably not. But probably, but probably not. But probably not. In fact, this is the epidemic. This is the epidemic. This is the CDC National Youth Tobacco Survey between 2018 and 2021. This is daily use high school e-cigarettes. 2018, that 4%, that was the epidemic. 2019, 5.7%. 2020, it dropped <laughs> substantially. Still an epidemic. And here we are in 2021 with 3% regular use high schoolers still an epidemic still an alarming amount of youths using e-cigarettes good lord what about this chart yeah thank you danielle jones shout out to danielle jones and Kasaf for putting this together same thing united states high school vaping 2014 to 2021 you can look at all the dates in fact look at 2017, 11.7%. That was the youth vaping epidemic. That was the youth vaping epidemic. 2018, youth vaping epidemic, right? 2019, 27.5%. Youth vaping epidemic. 2020, it dropped substantially, didn't it? 19.6%. And here we are in 2021, back down to 11.3%. That's lower. That's pre-Jewel levels. That's pre-Jewel levels of youth vaping. That's pre-epidemic. Pre-epidemic levels. Vaping is lower now. Youth vaping is lower now than it was in 2016. Everybody else, not literally everybody else, but most everybody else, the New York Times and CNN are all reporting youth vaping is down. Youth vaping is substantially down. Sharp decrease in youth vaping. The only people not reporting a sharp decrease in youth vaping, can you guess? What news media organization is not reporting it? If you said Bloomberg, you're abso-fucking-lutely right. <laughs> Absolutely right. Bloomberg is the only news media outlet right now still moral panicking. Even the New York Times is like, Look, youth vaping's way down. CNN's like, look, youth vaping's way down. In fact, I don't know if it was directly to Danielle Jones, but but CNN, when called out, had changed their article today to re to reflect the real numbers from the youth vaping or from the uh, National Youth Tobacco Survey, other than what Truth Initiative told them. It's crazy, and that got corrected today. So we're at three percent high school regular use daily vaping. 3%. Is that an epidemic? Is that cause for alarm? Uh, we have the lowest youth smoking rates in literally the history of recorded time. That's fine. Listen, I'm going to wrap up this news and advocacy segment, but I want us, I want, we're all going to watch a video right now. This is what I want to do. Let's all watch a video. You guys know Amanda Wheeler? Here's the problem that I'm having right now with the vape scene in the vape industry. There's just a lot of negativeness going on. 
and a lot and rightfully so. Look, we've been run through the fucking ringer. You know? We've been we've been beaten up, we've been kicked while we're down. You know, of course, we we should be mad, we should be angry, we should be upset, but it's not going to Whoops, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. It's not going to do much good to just be a Debbie Downer and to tell people that, oh, it's, it's screwed. We're all screwed. We're all fucked. We're all fucked. That does no good. What good is that doing? It's doing nothing. So we stay positive. We look to the future and we let people like Amanda Wheeler inspire us. And I hope she inspires you the way that she inspired me. Uh, I'm, I'm pleased to be invited to speak to so many peers and colleagues, especially since it seems likely I will never get the chance again. That's because United States regulatory authorities appear determined to put the small company my husband and I built with our own hands and the industry I represent out of business entirely. My story in this industry begins in just about the worst way any story could possibly begin with a cancer diagnosis. I was diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma. When the doctor gave me the news, I was shocked and terrified and despairing. But I took that fear and directed it toward making a meaningful difference. After trying for years to quit smoking, I discovered vaping, which you here in the UK have long advocated through public health policy. I can't tell you how many times I must have sat in front of a US Senate committee member or White House official and beseeched them. If you want to understand the value of vaping as a tool for smoking cessation, look to the UK. We now know what came of those efforts. Under a court order over a year ago, the United States FDA was charged with creating a regulatory framework for dealing fairly with the health and safety of vapor products by September 9th of this year. FDA knew that they didn't have the time or the resources to give our products fair consideration. But instead of asking for help, they let the 9-9 deadline pass and let the more than 500 companies subject to their decision in an unstable and probably untenable position. Let's talk about the scope of that impact. The FDA's arbitrary ruling effectively criminalizes thousands of longstanding businesses in communities all across the country. Those entrepreneurs now have to junk their inventory, fire their employees, stiff their investors, and defer their dreams. We are the proverbial little guy. And like little guys all throughout history, our segment of the industry often gets short shrift in the negotiations between government regulators and deep-pocketed corporations that so often determine the rules for the rest of us. We are the thousands of small business owners who manufacture, distribute, and retail open systems products in vape shops all over the United States. We are proud of what we have built. We feel honor in what we do. We have made every attempt within our means to comply with FDA regulations at great time and financial expense in a system designed for us to fail from the very beginning. My company personally submitted several hundred thousand pages of documents to the FDA in an attempt to comply with this one pre-market tobacco application standard. The decision doesn't just make a mockery of that earnest work. It also makes the more than 10 million Americans who made the switch to vapor products in our vape shops with our liquids into outlaws too. Oh, they can still purchase flavored vodka, filterless cigarettes, cigars, chewing tobacco, caffeinated soda pop, marijuana in countless varieties, opioids and sedatives, 
no matter how many people become addicted or die each year from those products. But their freedom as Americans no longer includes the right to use a product with none of the well-established deadly effects of those other substances, and which has undoubtedly saved the lives of countless former smokers. Let us mourn for a moment, too, not just the current consumers of open vapor products, but the untold number of smokers who may yet have discovered the potential of those products to move them towards a healthier, happier life. The FDA didn't have to do any of this, nor did they have to create a rift between the publicly traded companies and the independently owned businesses in our industry, or between the big companies and the small ones. FDA could have approached this by allowing companies that have always been registered with them and inspected by them to continue serving their customers while approaching the broader issue from a basis in sound science and true public health, rather than a politicized process centered around the focus group-tested buzzwords. But the reality is that the FDA has failed. Failed. To the FDA, we say you have created a tobacco-led monopoly over the vaping industry while crushing our small businesses. To those who may cheer the increase in their market share brought on by this act of regulatory arson, we say, shame on you. To our customers, we say that we did everything within our power to avoid this outcome and that we will never stop trying through every legal means and every means of advocacy we have at our disposal. We are not surrendering our businesses or abandoning vapors to cigarettes. We will fight for them. And there is one other group I want to address with my time here. It's the activist and the press who, whether because they are misguided or malicious, spread the falsehoods and distortions that directly led to this tragic outcome. It is long past time for some candid honesty about what, about what has motivated this outrageous decision by U.S. federal authorities. For years now, a horde of activist groups, hell-bent on controlling the personal choices of their fellow citizens, has been targeting our industry for destruction. They are funded by the most wealthy foundations in America at the direction of unaccountable billionaires, and they have been strong-arming the United States Congress and White House to engineer a result that they have failed to achieve through public persuasion. To do it, they relied not just on campaign contributions and Washington lobbyists. They also used bunk research from discredited operatives like Dr. Stanton Glantz, whose most widely publicized study on vaping had to be retracted from the medical literature for its bogus methodology. They have falsely claimed, despite all logic and economic common sense, that our products are marketed to minors, even as their own advertising material uses adolescent themes and images to inform young people about nicotine. The average age of my customer is 42 years old, and I know that because we card everyone who walks through our door. Yet even when their far-fetched and hypothetical theories of harm couldn't pass the smell test, they retreated to a fallacy called the precautionary principle. Until we could prove that vaping was harmless, as that backward thinking goes, we would be prohibited from the market. In this malign effort, those activists had enthusiastic help from nearly the whole of the national news media. By focusing on the messaging of Bloomberg dark money NGOs and beneficiaries of MSA funds, our media and political class have criminally neglected the harm reduction aspects of vaping under the guise of moral virtue. The years added to their lives by our products are never mentioned. Just last month, FDA records gathered by freedom of information laws revealed that America's most preeminent news organization, the New York Times, 
would send its articles in their entirety and before publication to FDA officials for review and feedback. Neither that reporter, Sabrina Tavernese, nor her editors have summoned the integrity to offer an explanation. Even four days ago, the Wall Street Journal ran a gushing story about a new advertising campaign from the perversely named Truth Initiative, which claims that nicotine, quote, can worsen symptoms of anxiety and depression. But that is entirely untrue and is contradicted by studies that even Truth Initiative has on its own website. Incredibly, the journal even quoted a Truth Initiative executive admitting that it is unknown whether a causal link exists between nicotine and those symptoms. Remember, these are publications and outlets that routinely praised and awarded themselves for taking on Big Tobacco. And yet, on a decision that has given Big Tobacco exactly what they wanted, a monopoly, they remain silent, marching arm in arm with the very businesses they once excoriated as merchants of death. These journalists who have of late have had no reservations about taking on the mantle of the guardians of public health, yet they have ignored the seminal fact that millions of Americans have successfully quit smoking using a harmless and affordable device that far exceeds the efficacy of any other nicotine replacement therapy. More Americans are using vaping than use any single pharmaceutical drug on the market today. Yet the news of FDA's arbitrary ban passed with minimal coverage and zero complaint from those news outlets. In the last few weeks, I have heard from an endless thread of crestfallen business owners, along with vaping consumers, desperate about how they will continue to access the products they believe are essential. But even through their dismay, I am also hearing a constant refrain. We are not going to stand for it. If federal health authorities or deep-pocketed foundations imagine they can steamroll the American public by administrative dictates that are devised behind closed doors, they will soon discover why the United States Constitution begins with we the people. We intend to to commence a public campaign that counts more than 10 million Americans in every state and congressional district along with their families and friends. We will be at FDA's doorstep demanding answers or forcing them through freedom of information laws in the courts. We are going to shine a megawatt spotlight on the journalists and news outlets that have been colluding with activists to deceive the American public. We are not going to sit still while the the FDA endangers our health, crushes our livelihoods, and treats the American people like gullible idiots. You don't discard people's lives like that, and we are not going to stand for it. As we say in Arizona, this is going to be more than a fight. It will be a reckoning. Thank you. I I have nothing more that I could add to that. I'll have links in the description. Let's do some super chats. Damn Amanda Wheeler. Damn Amanda Wheeler. What a great, what a great motivating. And look, that's her speech isn't going to change the world. It's not going to suddenly make the FDA do everything right. It's not going to reverse flavor bans in counties. But what it is, is what I needed. (laughs) It's what I needed at the time that I needed it. Regulatory arson is what she said. Regulatory arson. Man, that hits with me. Thank you, Amanda Wheeler, for everything you do and everything you continue to do. Um, Let's get into some of these super 
chats that happened right here. What do we got? Uh, Alan, how you doing, Alan? Love for you. Love you and your videos are awesome. Alan, thank you so much. I very much appreciate that. Sexy King Phil says, I'm typing my story on the Right to Vape site. It feels great to say that I quit smoking with a life-saving alternative. God, doesn't that feel great? Thank you for doing that, Sexy King Phil. I very much appreciate that. Everybody go to the Right to Vape. Right to Vape. Right to Vape. Fishy. Amanda. 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 Yes. Yes, Amanda. Yes, Fishy. Thank you very much, bro. Appreciate you, bro. Yeah, that's Amanda Wheeler. I mean, she's uh, she's got a way with words. I got to hear her speak at the first rally, the second rally. Watching this, I was, I was an emotional person watching this the first time. Like when she got to the end and said, it's going to be a reckoning, I just wanted to jump and like fucking pump my fists in the air and just, sh you know, shout at the top of my lungs. Yeah, it's going to be a reckoning. It's going to be a reckoning. Bookmarks that uh, don't exist anymore. <laughs> anyway, I'll have a link to that in the description, you guys. Uh, very much appreciate it. Oh, we got one from uh, Sexy King Phil. That speech from Amanda made my night, right? Let it fuel you. Think of Amanda's words when you're on Twitter, when you're on Facebook. You can tweet directly at your politicians. We have been tweeting at Raja Krishnamurthy for like three almost three full days now, just nothing but science, nothing but science. I don't know that it's going to make a difference. I don't know that it's going to change much, but Raja Krishnamurthy is very well aware of us now and very well aware of the science. I think next time we need to pick Dick Durbin and tweet at Dick Durbin. Uh, Dave Lloyd in with a super chat. Oh, Dave Lloyd, damn it, man. That's very gracious of you. Nick, please keep this fight going. We need you. Oh, and Legion Vapes sent me. Oh, and Legion Vapes. <laughs> I, I, all I know how to do is keep this fight going, Dave Lloyd. All I know how to do is keep this fight going. It, it's all I want to do. I'm laser focused on it. I've been laser focused on it for, oh my God, for as long as I can remember, Dave Lloyd, for as long as I can remember. We will keep this fight going. Like Amanda said, it's going to be a reckoning. Now, I want to answer this poll question. Let's end this poll. Would you pay more? Then $10 for a specialty soda. Let's do soda time. It makes me wish I had a soda bumper. Okay, so I've been going to my favorite vice store. It's like the highlight of my week now. I go check my mail and I go to the little head shop that's right there. I talk to the guy, I look at sodas. He's got tons of glass and bongs, and, you know, dab rigs and things. He's got a whole wall of vape stuff, e-liquid. You know, it's a head shop. It's a typical vice shop. It's been the highlight of my week. I love going in there and talking to this guy. I love going in there and buying vape gear I don't need. I love going in there and buying sodas I don't need. And so I bought a peach flavored soda. It was $25 that I put on Instagram and I bought another $35 soda that's going to end up on Instagram. I, I, I shot a little review for it in my car, you know. But this one, I really wanted to save for the vlog because it just looks the craziest. Okay, first of all, I want you to appreciate this, this, these, this label because I don't know where it's from. That's ice cream with a cherry on top right there. The liquid itself is like a milky green. Milky green? I don't recognize any of the words on here. I, except right here, it says, what's that say? 
melon cream soda. Melon cream soda. Gubon. What does that say? Gubon. Gabon me. Gabon me. Gabon me. I don't know what language this is. Gabon me. Couldn't pass this up. Couldn't pass this up. You guys want to have a taste? This cost me $9.99. soda. I just want to try it. We haven't hydrated yet tonight, so it's time to hydrate with some soda. Gubong me melon rice melon cream soda. Is it Japanese, Bob? Ohm's too low? Is it Japanese? Melon cream soda. Everybody stay hydrated. Oh my God. That's incredible. That's the best thing I've ever put in my mouth. Holy fuck, that's amazing. It tastes like, look, it tastes like a melon cream soda. It tastes like a cream soda with melon, with like honeydew melon in the cream soda. Green, creamy melon ice cream soda. Holy crap, that's good. You want a, you want a soda that tastes like, <laughs> Neferon, what the hell? No, bro, that's not what you want. You want one that tastes like a melon cream soda. Look, I'm not going to lie. This is really, really good. This is really, really good. I wish you could all taste this. Here. <laughs> See what you... Ready? Careful. And... Ready? Mmm, something to drink. Really good. Never green-eyed lady? Never? Ever? Not even if it was melon cream, Japanese melon cream soda? I love this. I just like weird sodas anyway. I remember the first time I discovered Jones soda up in Seattle in the 90s. I thought I had discovered the Holy Grail. You want grim flavored soda? Look, I'm not against doing a soda. <laughs> a grim green soda would actually be baller. All right, listen, now that we've consumed a lot of liquid, I'm gonna have to pee later. So let's hydrate with... Man, hydrating, hydrating after you've consumed beer and like really sugary soda is just, just the best thing. Yeah, the Blue Jones soda, the, the blue bubble gum one. It's not the most I've ever paid for a soda, but it's also not the least I've ever paid for a soda. $35 was the most I paid for a soda, and that disappointing soda review will be up on Instagram. Mm, this is good. I'm going to go, when I go back to the shop, I'm going to buy a few. I'm going to buy like, <laughs> no, they're 25 bucks a pop. I'm going to buy two of those peach blue exotic sodas to give away. 
because I want other people to taste them. This, oh, Charles Johnson. What if you mixed melon cream with like Jack Daniels? Would that be super gross? <laughs> Would that be crazy, like hyper gross? Slim Green, reduced harm soda. That's right. I'll do a sugar-free soda. Sugar-free soda, Pippa, called Slim Green. <laughs> that is just straight up ridiculous. Let's open some mail. Who Who's going to guess that we're going to be running long tonight? I think we're going to be running long tonight. We're kind of already running long. I kind of want to listen to MXPX really bad right now. Okay, so. Ah, ah, ah. I have some mail. I have some uh, what I'm calling reverse vape mail. I went to, uh, this is from the, the shop I went to. I went and bought a bunch of, uh, you know, Soren and Smoke stuff. I don't know if I showed these already yet, but I went and bought the Smoke Arctic... Fox kit. I don't know anything about smoke products. I've, I've been, haven't tried a smoke product in a really long time. This was $100. All right, so that was kind of a, an expensive uh, purchase for the YouTube. That's the Smoke Arc Fox kit. And I bought a Smoke RPM 4 kit in blue leather, mind you. And then I couldn't pass this up. I want to I try this bad boy out. The Soren Ace, the Soren Air Ace, Soren Air Ace. I've been on that Soren Air mod. I've been on the Cali Burn. I feel like this could be a thing. So I've just been going and buying a bunch of pods and like stuff that I want to review, other than stuff that like I'm just waiting like to get in the mail. And then Geek Vape's like, "Hey, will you review this?" I'm like, "I don't really want to. I'd rather review the Smoke RPM Four Kit." It's nice being able to just go buy stuff that you want to review. Now, see, this doesn't have a, uh, this doesn't have a, uh, a name on it. Doesn't have a name on it. Who did this come from? Is this a lightsaber bottle opener keychain? Who did this come from? Who? I want names because that's amazing and I'm definitely putting that on my keys like literally right now today. That's a lightsaber keychain bottle opener. Yeah. Who? I want names. Whoever sent this to me, please DM me or comment down below. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's cool as hell. I wish I had a bottle to open. Don't. It's okay. We can have some beer instead. I gave up soda. I gave up sugar soda a really long time ago, but the occasional like exotic melon cream soda, definitely. Definitely going to get definitely going to do yeah, you know, I just, I've heard so much, Jenny, I agree with you. I've heard so much about smoke and their bad coil heads or things that leak and this, that, and the other. And I just haven't got to experience any of it. So I bought these Novo kits 
going in with like really low expectations and then the Novo kits happen to be awesome. So I mean, I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting to see when the smoke system breaks down because every coil head I've used so far has been great. Literally, really great. Top notch, great. Top notch, great. This... Why do I keep putting my knife away? Why do I always put my knife away? It's ridiculous. Whoa! Whoa! Cut towards your chest! Ow! God, I skip one week of going to... Of the vape mail to go to the dentist? And it's like I don't know how to open packages anymore? One of these days, man, I'm going to get sliced on a vlog. Mark my words. It's going to be just a matter of time. It's going to be like, oh, vlog's over, so I can go to the urgent care because I sliced a finger off. Good RTA recommendations, Kyle? Here's what I'll tell you. The Blotto, the Blotto single coil, the Eclipse is really good. Oh, there's a lot of good RTAs. I would recommend the Type 2, but... Yeah, you know. Oh. Oh. What? Sick. Cthulhu coming through. Fuck yeah, Cthulhu. So this is the Cthulhu tube. This is, is this the new trend? Semi-regulated tubes? This is essentially the, you know, the Reload Vapor Essential. It's the Cthulhu Cthulhu version. It's a mechanical mechanical switch with a MOSFET. Not only that, black and stainless. I really love this trend. I really love this trend. Let's bring back tall, dorky drip tips. In fact, I would make an argument that this drip tip right here is a clone of the Type 2 Just Try It drip tip on a smaller scale. That is definitely the Type 2 drip tip in there. And in black. Tall, dorky, drip tips, give it to me. Mouth to lung, give it to me. No, Derek, we'll have another safety vlog after my trip to the uh, urgent care for slicing my arm open. That That's when we'll have another safety vlog. <laughs> you only teach safety after there's been an incident. Don't you know that? Are these toppers? What are these? <sighs> oh, come on, Cthulhu. There we go. There we go. What's in here? Oh, this is going to be the most unsatisfying. Yeah, okay. It's top cap. All right, cool. All right, Cthulhu mods. Cthulhu tube. The Cthulhu, the Cthulhu tube mod 2. I wonder why they decided to call it such a terrible name. The Cthulhu tube mod 2. It's one of those, like, technically the truth, but it's a tube mod. It's the second one. We call it the tube mod, too. Okay. Yep. Warning about 510 pins. Very appreciated. Appreci appreciated. Now, this, this is going to be the redemption of the night. Not the redemption of the night, but kind of the redemption of the night. So Susco, I did that did that video for the Kirch not too long ago, and uh, didn't go well. Didn't go well. So 
I uh, I bought another Kirsch. <laughs> this is how I designed it to be built and wicked. Built it myself with breeze tones. If you have any questions, ask me or make a post. Dylan. Dylan from Susco. So that means we're going to have Kirsch redemption tonight. So I went uh, I went on the Susco site and I bought a Kirsch with a peak uh, tank just because I thought that peak material looked so cool and they were almost sold out. I just wanted one. He built this and wicked it for me already. But I'm also going to get, you know, redemption on my old Kirsch. On the other Kirch, if we have time. Oh, good Lord, if we have time. Maybe this does just need to be like a four-hour vlog. Maybe this just needs to be a real long vlog. It's messed up because... Wait, who did this come from? To Grim Green... What's messed up is before streams, like before the vlog, I'm always concerned that I'm not going to have enough content. I'm like, oh, I better make the news a little longer. Oh, I better add some things in here. Oh, we may need to do two retro vapings. You know, I'm always worried about time. And I don't know why. We always have plenty, plenty of time. So much plenty of time. All right, Univapio. Looks like we got some new pods. Miso Pro. The Miso Pro. The Miso Pro. All right. Well, there's a bunch of them, so hopefully they're good. Because if they're good, then $2 sales all over the place. They seem to come in a variety of colors. 20-minute fast charging. Well, you know, I'm going to treat this pod like I have been treating literally all of my pods, which is set it up, we'll start using it, and then I'll... You know, I'll see you for a review in a few weeks. Univapure. Yeah, I don't know what this is either. Who knows? Miso. It's interesting that they would name uh, that device the Miso. Oh! Rick Martin! Rick Martin, why are you buying me stuff, Rick Martin? Thank you, Rick Martin. Uh, I very, very much appreciate that. Holy shit. He bought me a, uh, he bought me a nitrous 22 millimeter RDA from Element Vape. Just shipped it to my house, Rick Martin. That's fucking cool, Rick Martin. I mean, not to my house, but to my P.O. box. Thank you, Rick Martin. Appreciate that, Rick Martin. Nitrous RDA. Sick. Sick. Thank you, Rick Martin. Uh, I've heard only really good things about this RDA. Has anybody heard any else? Any good things about this RDA? I've only heard amazing things. Does it open? Ah, there it is. I'm excited about this. Looking like the reload a little bit. All right. I'm not going to investigate it right now because we've got cursing to do. We need to we need to curse up a storm here. So, here's the reverse vape mail part. Okay, no, 
This is not the reverse vape mail part. This is still regular vape mail. <laughs> Sorry, I thought we were to the reverse vape mail part already. Turns out, no, that's... Oh! Liquid, this is Poet. Oh, it's stuck together. That's why I couldn't open it. Nick, just a little something for you. I hope you are well. Also, we did Poet in the Legacy series from Five Pawns. Sy synthetic Nick. Give him a try. Oh, Randy. Randy from Poet. Awesome. Listen, Randy from Poet, he's, also, he's always been a super cool dude. Poet makes really good liquids. And uh, they sent me some Legacy Poets. Oh, that's pretty sick. Dillinger, The Plume Room. Where did I see these on YouTube recently? YouTube, Instagram. And I got some uh, 12 milligram Poet Sweet Black Tea. Is this uh, synthetic, Nick? Nicotine derived from 100% foreign tobacco. Now, I guess these are the uh, synthetic Nicks. Synthetinics. All right, sick, Randy, sick. Thank you, Randy, from Poet, for the sweet black tea. Shit, I feel like I should share the love. Some of these will get given away. Yo-yoy, right? $2 boxes, right? Legacy collection. The rebirth of USA-made iconic flavors. What's even in the Legacy collection? Three milligram. Vapor, uh, Villain Vapors Dillinger, which is a caramel vanilla custard. The Plume Room's Banana Pudding. That tastes delicious. That sounds delicious. Poet Sweet Black Tea, of course. Vaporenda. Vaporenda. Whirling Dervish. Never tried it. District 121. Salted Caramel Butter Praline Cream. Holy crap. That sounds kind of amazing. Salted Caramel Buttered Praline and Cream. That sounds too good. That sounds like that sounds like it has diacetyl in it for sure. <laughs> it sounds too that sounds too good. Well, here's the thing. Let's not do reverse vape mail this week. Let's do reverse vape mail next week so that we can get to a liquid tasting because I'm really excited about the liquid tasting and man, I still wish I had a bottle to open. Just open things on desk. Kirsch. Let's Kirsch redemption. Let's redeem let's redeem the Kirsch a little bit. That was the vape mail. Dude, I mean I know I tore through that quick, but there's some cool shit in here. The Cthulhu Tube Mod 2, I'm really excited about. And this Nitrous RDA, I'm really excited about. Nitrous. I'm going to end up building that tonight. I know it. Ah, you guys, I know I'm going to end up building that tonight. But let's uh, let's get some Kirsch Redemption here. Let's get some Kirsch Redemption. So we're going to be putting together the Kirsch that came in the vape mail. Man, it's been a minute since we've put anything together that's been, uh, you know, that came in the vape mail. We're going to put this Kirsch in here. Look at that. You already wicked it? I'm going to have to put some uh, liquid down there, like some juice drops, aren't I? There's dual coils in here. I want to show this to you. I'm going to get this out of here. There's dual coils in here. 
Oops. Boop. Look at that Kirsch. Look at that hot Kirsch action with the wicks coming out the side. Uh, I can't show you dual coils in there. Dual coils. These are dual breeze tones. I can't believe that he fit dual coils in here. When I was personally struggling to get a single coil in my original Kirsch. In fact, here, let's open this Kirsch so that I can get some re redemption. Oh, that's not the Kirsch that... According to the professionals and according to uh, Susco themselves, Dylan, my, the problem with my original Kirsch was that the 510 pin was crooked. Even looking at it right now, I can't see that the 510 pin is crooked. It does not look crooked to me. It looks crazy straight. The one thing I do notice is look here. When you get real up on it, you can see that there's a lot of peak insulator kind of on this side, much less on this side. That kind of leads me to believe that the 510 pin or the 510, you know, on this, the posts are not centered, like Dylan said, like everybody in the Susco group said. So what I plan on doing is straightening this. <sighs> Maybe I won't straighten this. Maybe I won't straighten this right now, but that's the idea. It's crooked. It's crooked. I wish I had a, hang on now. Here's what we need, I always forget. Yes. I sit here before the vlog for hours looking at all my tools, making sure I have everything ready to go. And then when the time comes, it's like, where's my tools? Okay. I'm just straightening this 510 pin right now. Or the 510. Yeah, see, okay. I get that. It does wobble. It does crazy wobble. loosened it you can see this piece it was just a little bit off I guess it, it, it was just a little bit off and the way this is machined it's tight tolerances so it can't be just a little bit off and mine came to me just a little bit off that's why I had such a hard time getting that top cap on now see I don't know how to keep this straight I, it still looks crooked to me, man. Right, here's the thing. I'll, I'll, go, I'll give this Kirsch a shot later on because I want Kirsch redemption. But that does look much straighter to me. Doesn't that look much straighter? I don't know. You can't even really tell. 
you can't even really tell that it's crooked and I don't know that that even looks any straighter to me. I think what I'm gonna have to do is just pull the build out of here, right? I'm gonna have to pull the bolt out of here. The V1 screws are complete trash. I swapped these out for the uh, not the, the non-flathead for the uh, you know the Allen key screws. Or I switched them. No, maybe I switched them the opposite way. I don't remember. Yeah, I put in the I put in the flathead screws. Anyway. This is a proper functioning Kirsch with a dual coil in it. So I'm just going to, I'm not going to pull this top cap off of here. I'm just going to put some liquid right down the center. And I have a liquid all set, ready to go. It's going to be Pony on acid in six milligrams. You know, here's something unique I do during the vlog. During the vape mail, in between every package, I'll put my knife in the drawer. Every package, in between every package, I put my knife in the drawer. And then when I'm done with packages, where does my knife go? Just on my desk. Every time. Every time. Just on my desk. I'm done using it. I might as well leave it out now. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So, can we get some liquid down in here? I think so. Just want it to soak in, you know? I really don't want to take this top cap off because he's got it wicked so beautifully. This is a small chamber. I mean, that is a crazy small chamber. Of course, I put it in backwards so the logo's not facing out. Actually, you don't need to be looking at my belly right now. Unless you really want to, which I have an OnlyFans for that. It's soaking up. All right. Go down. I will say this two-piece chimney on the Kirsch Stellar design. Stellar. Stellar design. Two-piece chimney on the Kirsch means that you can pop your deck in there with the top cap on it, and then you don't have to push anything up. It gets two pieces, so you can just drop this down in there, and it seats perfectly down in that chimney, seats perfectly in the top. It's a really good design. I mean, that is a really, really good and easy, easy, simple design. This tank today, this Boro Bridge, is going to be going into uh, bluegrass. It's the silver billet box. I got some six milligram pony on acid here. Really very excited about it. I haven't had pony on acid in a while, and uh, we're getting into fall, so why not have your favorite summertime e-liquid in the fall?
Man, I'm excited to finally vape the Kirsch. I can feel sweat dripping down my face. Why won't that bubble go away? Yeah. That's is that really that restricted? That's crazy restricted. Was I supposed to change out the 510 pin in this or something? I can't see using this airflow with dual coils. This is a mouth-to-lung airflow on here, Dylan. Okay. 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 That is a that's the craziest tightest airflow I've ever seen for dual coils. I don't know if I'm doing this right. That airflow uh it, it felt like a mouth-to-lung airflow. It feels the most tight, restricted airflow I've ever felt. All right, look, if that's the airflow, then that's the airflow, but good God. That is a uh, crazy restricted airflow. It honestly, this airflow right now feels like a joke. It feels like a joke. It feels like I'm gonna trick Nick into a pinhole airflow with two of the hottest dual coils in existence. It feels like barely anything. But that's it, like there's no airflow adjustment. That's it, that's the airflow. I've never experienced, I feel like this actually will not vape. That's how confident I am in this right now. I'm sorry, Dylan. That is crazy tight airflow. I don't know what I was expecting. I wasn't expecting that. That is the craziest, tightest airflow. Can I? It really is supposed to be like that, that restrictive. All right. Let's go. Let's put my hands on here. Check atomizer. I got sweat dripping down my face. Uh, no, no curse redemption tonight. N no curse redemption tonight. It was built. Hey Grim. Hey Grim. Hey Roy Kate. I just want to prove this. Check the other pin, it's in the MTL, then you have, if it's the MTL, then you have the 2.5 millimeter in now. There's no other pins. I don't know what you're talking about, my man. All I have is coils. There's no pins. There's no airflow pins. Are there multiple pins in there? Oh, here's a pin. No, this is the small pin. This in the baggie is the smaller pin. This is the mouth-to-lung pin. Then this is actually the biggest that this airflow gets. Crazy. Crazy, Kirsch, crazy. Well, fucking A, I don't know what to do. There's a check atomizer. 
fuck me running. That's it. God damn it. The great thing about that uh, two-piece chimney is when you go to take it out of your billet box, it pulls the chimney right fucking out and then drains your tank all over your desk, just like it's doing right now. Yep. You can see that the this is the O-ring from the top of the billet box. It's just fucking fused in there. Okay. Man, I, I legitimately feel bad for the Kirsch right now. I legitimately feel bad for the Kirsch right now because it came across Grim Green's table. And sometimes things on Grim Green's table just go fucking sideways. <laughs> completely, completely sideways. That's unbelievable. Well, now that this has leaked all over the place, I can put this chimney back in. There's a bunch of pony on acid I'm never going to get back. Yep, that's the biggest airflow. That's the... Why did I fucking do it this way? That's the biggest airflow pin. Atomizer short, atomizer short, atomizer short, atomizer short. So... My only other solution right now. That feel that airflow feels like a joke, honestly. I feel I'm I'm Dylan, I promise I'm not being mean to you. I probably should have just not put this on YouTube. How are so many people praising this? What am I doing wrong? The only other thing I can think to do right now. Try to put it in a different billet box. If it doesn't work in a different billet box, then that's it. I'm out of ideas. I'll have to rebuild it, and I, I can't do that, like, right now. So, we're just going to see where this goes, you know? refilling it because I know the next time I open this it's just going to dump the tank everywhere alright Kirsch give me what I want to see come on Kirsch ah point two we got it baby who saw that coming? Not me. Okay, Kirsch. Okay, let's hang on here, Kirsch. My, my office is gonna smell like pony on acid for days. Days, sick boy. Days. <laughs> All right, sick. Well, the Kirsch, look, it's in here. It's firing. Not sure why it wasn't firing on the other billet box. For all intents and purposes, it should have been firing. It just straight up wasn't. But Pony on Acid, 0.2 dual coil, 20 watts. 20, let's do like 
26 watts. Let's try like 26 watts just right now, just to try it. Let's see how it goes. Kirsch, boosh, go. I don't know what to say about this. Um, the airflow's really, really tight. Crazy tight. Crazy tight. Uncomfortably tight. So tight with a dual coil that I do not want to vape it. I feel like I'm vaping it wrong. That's what it feels like. It feels like I'm trying to take a pod system, like with a 0 0.8 and like try to lung rip it that's what this feels like it feels like i'm vaping it wrong flavor surprisingly not good i mean look i've had pony on acid by the gallon before yeah what's up michael fuck you that's why hope you're good bro Dylan, Dylan, do you really run the Kirsch with two big dual coils in it like this? I'm not, look, I'm not gatekeeping vaping. However you want to vape, vape it, do it. I don't care. For me personally, I can't get down with this level of restriction. This feels like the airflow was an afterthought. It feels like, oh fuck, we forgot airflow. Poke a quick hole. Is that good enough? Has to be. That's what this feels like. It's so tight. Maybe I'm just not hip to, uh, maybe I'm just not hip to this level of restriction. Maybe it's just not for me. And the, it's not, the flavor's not, this does not taste like pony on acid. It tastes like celery. Maybe I have bad pony on acid. Oh, that tastes like pony on acid. Well, I got a Kirsch. It didn't quite work out. And then I bought a Kirsch, and it still doesn't quite work out. I want to put a single coil in here. I think dual coils in the Kirsch, while possible, are definitely overkill. I think you get a point of diminishing returns on the size of your chamber on the inside. I think... It's possible to have too small of a chamber to the point where it be starts becoming a hindrance to the vape. And I feel like with a dual coil in there, that's what the Kirsch is doing to me. I honestly don't mind the level of restriction if it was just a single coil. Maybe I need to give it some more wattage. Let's try more wattage. 0.2. I mean, really, theoretically, if this was an RDA, I'd be running a 0.2 at like 50 to 60 watts. I'm definitely not going to do that, but let's try 35 watts, 36 watts.
Again, I really, really would like to try it with a single coil. I feel like the dual coils in there are unnecessarily choking off the airflow, like kind of unnecessarily. Yeah, 328 fuse cloud. Yeah, I, I would normally be rocking this at like, like I said, 50, 60 watts minimum. Let's try it at 40. Nah, let me turn that back down. The flavor got worse somehow. 33 watts. I'm a, I'm, look, I'm not passing judgment on the Kirsch just yet. I still haven't got to try the Kirsch the way that I want to try the Kirsch, which is just give me a single coil in there. I, I know that I joked about dual coils, but damn it. It's overkill. It's too much. You know, we, we spent so long thinking if we could do it, we didn't stop to think whether we should. And I think this is, a, this is that case. <laughs> I think this is that case. So very little Kirsch redemption tonight. A little bit of Kirsch redemption. I will take on this video any and all suggestions for what build to put in that Kirsch. Single coil preferably, wire preferences. I think I'm going to build my own my own alien and put it in that Kirsch. Long draw. Scott Jenkins says long draw at 15 watts. That's usually a way that I do generally really like to vape. Let's give it a shot. Let's turn it way down. Let's turn it way down. Three, three millimeter single coil, Nick. Three millimeter single coil. I'm into that idea. I'm into fitting a little bit bigger of a single coil in there. I honestly want to try something really small in here to see how the flavor is. Like, I want to build a one millimeter coil. <laughs> I want to put a one millimeter coil in here. Here, let's go down to, no, that's only 26 watts. We'll take this really low, 17 watts, and we'll do one long drag. Three millimeters? Three millimeters seems to be the consensus. Five millimeter mouth to lung alien? Oh, 0.5 mouth to lung alien. Ha! Wow, that was a lot of sucking for uh, not very much payoff. Ayo, that's what she said. Ayo. Okay. Dang, Kirsch. Well, yeah. That's how it went. That's how it went. Minimal, minimal Kirsch redemption. Would you, should we do retro vaping and a liquid tasting? Or should we do one or the other? Or should we do the both combination? Oh, that's a good way to do it. Both combination. Let's do some super chats first. Yeah, I swiped over here uh, and you guys saw all my behind the scenes. Ooh, behind the scenes stuff. <laughs> that's okay. Um, ooh, I don't even remember where I left off here. I, I did definitely didn't get to Matt Sinister yet. Raja, new wave, Dave. Raja can suck a yak schlong. <laughs> 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 
between you and me, New Wave Dave, yeah, he definitely can. Just don't say that to him, uh, you know, publicly or uh, or on Twitter or anything like that. Matt Sinister, yes. As you know, I recently got engaged. I wanted to thank you and everyone for your love and support. Videos of the proposal are on my Instagram and YouTube pages. Laura, I love you. Hashtag Club Sinister. Fuck yeah. Congratulations, Matt and Laura Sinister. Big love, Matt Sinister. Big love. Appreciate you, bro. Kyle Davis says, thanks for the recommendation. The blotto looks sick. I'm building a 3S PWM mod using parts from Motley Mods. Kyle, that's cool. That's something I've always wanted to do but have never done. I always thought, especially way back in the day, I always thought it would be so cool if I just had my mod that was like my mod that I built that's my mod that's only my mod that I only use this one mod. I thought that would be so cool. Like, what level of satisfaction to like build your own mod? Now you know how Jake Scrapwood feels. Thanks for that super chat, Kyle. Uh, Jenny, how are you doing? Legion Vape sent me here. Great show. I'm a new subscriber. Jenny, 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 Jenny. A few rules here, Jenny. We do like to stay hydrated. And you have to let me know when your birthday is, when it comes close, so that I can sing you happy birthday. Other than that, welcome. Happy to have you here, Jenny. Eifer, yo, yo, bro. Had to check in chat. Thought let you know. I sent the lightsaber bottle opener. I hope you like it. Eifer, yes. Yes, Eifer. I love it. I wish I could hang it right here for eternity and use it to open every bottle. Thank you, Eifer. It's going on my keys, bro. Darren. Darren Tory Copper, how are you doing? Yo, yo, I signed up for the Grim Army Patreon. I still need the Discord and Instagram. Sorry for the bother. Thank you. No bother at all, Darren. In fact, tonight you link uh, your Discord with your Patreon, and that's done on Patreon. It doesn't. You, it's not critical to get to the Instagram tonight, but if you get on, the, you need to get on the Discord tonight because we do post vlog uh, Zoom room hangs where we just hang out and drink beer and have shed time and goof off and listen to music. And it's really, really fun. So I want you there tonight. So link your discord, link the discord with your Patreon. And that's done through Patreon. I don't know. I don't know all the steps. I'm no help. I'm literally no help. I apologize. Ampersand. How you doing? What's up, Grim? I was watching Alf on TV earlier and he said to give Grim $10. I <laughs> can't wait to watch the replay later. <laughs> Keep rocking and rolling. Ampersand. Thank you very much. I must have uh, I must have uh, missed that episode of Alf. Eifer says, Dem coils be touching, my dude. They are practically touching in the middle of that. Practically touching. And and Dylan, thank you for building that for me. Like I bought this. I I bought it from Straight Up Supply Co. But thank you, Dylan, for building that for me. I'm gonna rip one of those coils right out of there. They're Breeze Tones coils, so I'm going to keep using one of them and save the other one because you don't, you you just you just simply don't throw away precision like Breeze Tones coils. Rhett Falls, we believe the coils are touching. Spread them apart, bro. I don't think they're touching, but they're damn near close. You ready for a really long toot?
Guinness World Record right there. Sewer rug, how you doing, you son of a bitch? Inspecting a sewer line today, a rat slapped my camera and said, you dropped this down a toilet a long time ago and wanted me to give it back to you. Sewer rug, I love your sewer stories. <laughs> I love the sewer stories. I saw your sewer story on Instagram today. That was good. I went and looked for my uh, valve or whatever. Couldn't find it, but I appreciate the heads up, sewer rug. Let's... uh. Let's wrap this up. Let's let's do a retro le, retro vaping slash liquid tasting because this is just a very normal thing we do over here. I forgot that that was backwards and it's still awesome. Now, now, circle pit, go. Okay, I've got some liquids that we're going to taste. I've got some liquids. I'm going to put them in my face. I got some liquids that we're going to taste. I got some liquids. Let's put them in my face. Uh, I'm putting the poll in the uh, chat right now. Liquid tasting poll. The first one is going to be, what are you? And then the second one's going to be, what are you? And then the third one's going to be, whoops, I did too many options. The third one's going to be, because I want to do this. And then the fourth one's going to, what? How did I spell that wrong? Oh, because I'm me? Okay, that, that story checks out. Uh, okay, so we have four tonight, and you guys will be voting on this poll that's going into the chat right now. And the first one up, it's it's Blue Raz. It's Glass Blue Raz. It's QP Fruit. Okay, we got a QP Majesty. I, I, I'd like to try both of these, but we also have White Lightning unicorn cake looking very well steeped and whatever this is called midnight mama let's get to voting midnight mama unicorn cake majesty or blue raz midnight mama unicorn cake majesty or blue raz and while while everybody's voting on that poll Let's talk about the retro vape we're going to do. In fact, this is a double, double retro vape. Double retro vape. The first thing that we're going to be retro vaping. That's, that's, not, uh, that's not where I intended to go in any capacity. Boosh. This is like the retro vape of all retro vapes. I'm sure everybody recognizes this from the chat. It's built. It's wicked. Anybody? 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 <laughs> Anybody? Let's see how this. Uh, let's see how the poll's doing. Whoa! Glass Blue Raz, strong lead. I don't see anything catching up to Glass Blue Raz. 
Although I was kind of fascinated by that unicorn cake too, because it looks like it's steeped for like 16 years, 16 years, maybe longer. This, anybody, anybody, anybody? This is the Velocity RDA. Yeah, Velocity RDA. This was the RDA that changed everything, changed everything in vaping. Literally everything. This is the invention of the Velocity style deck. There were companies, I mean, we saw it for years. Velocity style deck, Velocity style deck, Velocity style deck, Velocity style deck. Got some big M Turks in there. It's all wicked up. You got a little face right there. Hang on. We're going to put this on. What we're going to be putting this on is a Foo Hatton. <laughs> The Foo Hatton from Rob that arrived. All right, looks like Glass Blue Raz is going to win this very random liquid tasting. This is a clone of the Amerivape Manhattan. The Amerivape Manhattan was one of the biggest, hypiest, craziest, hypiest, loyalist, cultiest like vape product that has ever existed. I still think that. I still believe that. They were real expensive tubes, really, really, really very expensive tubes. Amerivape, AV Life, Avid Life, they're still pretty popular in like a few areas. Japan has a, it, AV Life is going off in Japan right now. It's kind of crazy, but this was the one-for-one one clone that literally everybody bought. I have only ever used a clone of the Manhattan. Not a very inspiring tube, is it? It's kind of just a tube. The big claim to fame for the Manhattan was the super magnetic switch. Let's see. Will it stick to this? Nope. Oh, I can feel it a little bit. It had a super magnetic switch on the bottom, and everybody on Instagram would, like, stick their mech mod to a metal surface and, like, take a picture of it. It's like, ooh, upside down, inside out. The Manhattan sticks to things. The Foo Hatton also sticks to things. This is 510 pin, so non-hybrid. Non-hybrid mech mod, protruding 510 pin. Don't know what quite resistance these are at. But this, yeah, there. that's the Velocity-style deck. This was the easiest, simplest deck ever in the history of America to build on. So easy, so crazy, hyper easy. The only thing I didn't love about the Velocity-style deck was it's not really super conducive to blowing your juice. You can blow your juice a little, but it's not really great. Yeah, it, 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 you can smell this, Matt. Can you smell this? Yeah, it smells like pennies. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> let's be honest. A copper tube is always going to smell like pennies. So it's finally time to do glass blue raz. Who's excited? Who's excited to honestly, who's excited to just see this liquid finally go away so we don't have to keep voting on it? <laughs> right? Right? Um, so it's whatever. This is all built and wicked. So I'm just going to put a battery in here and juice it up. Uh, 
this uh, uh, atomizer, why can't I think of the name of it? The velocity is reading right now, uh, I put it, before I put it on this mech, before the stream, it was reading a 0.14. So I figured, ah, single 18650, 0.14, that should be fine. It's actually a little bit higher of a resistance. I don't think it's going to be as nice and warm. But it should still work fine. This is wicked with that KGB cotton that I've kind of been using. I mean, it's no it's no bacon, but it is KGB. Let's have a uh, knuckle test of the blue raz. Oh, man. This is going to be gross as hell, isn't it? This is going to be gross as hell. Let's see how, uh, let's see how, no, no battery rattle, 510 pins adjusted properly. Oh my God. Look at that ramp up. Okay. That might be way too much ramp up. This, uh, this Fuhatten ain't hitting so hard as it used to, huh? <laughs> it ain't hitting so hard as it used to. It's a, it's a 0.14. I'll check it on a regulated mod. It could just been a shit battery. Don't discount that, that it could just be a crap battery. Crap 18650. All right, let's see this powerful mech mod. Hit this. Yeah, nope. <laughs> Why the hell? I can see little. Wow. All right. Well, shit. We might not get to use the Foo Hatton. That's stupid. Are you supposed to run this positive side down? I wonder if I uh, messed it up up here. I don't know. Like, I know. It needs way less wraps. <laughs> It needs way less wraps, <laughs> way less wraps, seven, way less wraps. It's all right. We end up, we might end up just using this velocity on a regulated, uh, like a regulated device. I'm going to double check the resistance. I think it's only a 0.14, which look, a single 18650 should be firing this. All right. I got it working earlier. I got the Foo Hatton working earlier. I don't know why it's not working now. That's bumming me out. Man, that's really bumming me out. All right, well, here, look, we'll still get to use half of the retro vaping. We'll still get to use the Velocity, the Velocity RDA. Oh my God, please put it on a regulated mod. Okay, Rhett Falls, here we go. <laughs> Was that making you nervous, huh? That's reading a 0 0.14. 0 0.14, 75 watts. 0 0.14, 75 watts. Turn this up a little bit. Maybe I'll turn it to 81 watts. Juice this up because I lost a lot of my juice. Yeah. The Foo Hatton is just not enough uh, power. A single 18650. It's not going to power a 0.14 uh, ohm coil very well. Maybe when I have another retro RDA, we can put a lower resistant in it. Oh, I should, I should get the 
there a battery in here? Oh, no, I took it out. Oh, okay. Maybe we need a little bit lower resistant for a single 18650 mech. Who would have known? I mean, I should have, right? 0.14s. I feel like a 0.14 should be okay on a single 18650 mech. And I don't know why it's not firing okay. But that's fine. Let's do... Let's finish off this liquid tasting. The Velocity had this weird-ass double o-ringed like top i always had to put liquid on it so that it could thread over those o-rings there it is but you screwed this down and that closed off and opened up your airflow worked really well and it's kind of a honking rda it was tall wasn't it it's a tall rda it's a tall paul rda Used its own exclusive drip tip. All right. Velocity. RDA. It's not locked into position. Even with that airflow closed like damn near all the way down, it's still, it's still pretty open. All right. Finally. Glass. Blue Raz. Here we go. First two. Woo! I, I see really I Steven I do need to give that entire mech mod a real like coat of love you know I need to really clean it up clean all the threads really po po really polish it out it's not bad okay hang on that first toot was really not that bad I was expecting something weird needs a ketchup bath I'm gonna sit here just for a hot second and vape this but I'll be back and we'll talk about it I'll be right back. In fact, I'm going to go break the seal while I vape this. I will be right back. Cut. Hard stop. Uh, it's really not that good, is it? Damn. It's really not that good. I had high hopes for mouth-watering, sweet and sour, blue raz from glass. It's just not that good. It's, uh, I don't really love Blue Raz flavors to begin with. They're not my favorite. Blue Raz flavors ain't my favorite to begin with, and I don't really like this Blue Raz flavor. There is a little bit of, like, what was the the Anarchist Blue Raz? Didn't Anarchist have a Blue Raz? I get a little bit of, like, that sweet Anarchist. I, yeah, part-time, I just decided not to. I decided, no, I'm not going to pee. I'm going to hold it. I'm going to test my my muscles, you know? <laughs> I get a little bit of like that good blue razzy type of flavor from it, but there's this like weird underlying, I hate to use the term chemical flavor, but it's a little bit chemically medicinal to me. It honestly tastes a little bit overflavored. It's that first, the initial vape tastes pretty good. It's like a blue razzy bubblegum kind of situation going on. Borderline, Kevin K. Borderline. It's kind of, it's, it's a step away from being a blue razz candle. It's like a step away from being a blue razz candle. 
honestly, the beginning is great and the ending is pretty great. It's just the middle bit that sucks. Like the actual vaping and inhaling and inhale, exhaling kind of sucks. It tastes like bubble gum at first. The exhale gets me blue raz. The inhale tastes like bubble gum, but the middle part tastes like medicine. Like almost like a medicine candle. Almost like a medicine candle. Jeff Prince, you want this glass blue raz? Hit me up. Hit me up. I'll send it to you. I don't think I'm going to be vaping this. Let me let me drip a little bit. Let me have like one more, but I think this is really kind of going to be a bummer for me. It's not objectively bad. It's just subjectively I'm not super into it, you know? It has a stronger bubblegum flavor than uh, Blue Raz flavor, I think. I think it has a stronger bubblegum flavor. Shit. Let's pair the end of this old... Uh, Stoned plum. God, remember the beginning of the vlog? Remember when this was full? Remember when we were so full of hope? Damn, that's good. Yeah. 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 I'm gonna give that one a yeah. Blue Raz. Listen. I should have listened to you guys. You tried to warn me at least five or six times that the glass blue Raz wasn't anything really good. It's better than some other liquids I've had. Sure. It's just not very good. I will say this, though. If you're a blue Raz fan, you might. It might be everything you're looking for. Me as a blue Raz fan, as a non blue Raz fan, it's not doing much for me. It's a little bubblegummy, little blue razzy, mostly weird. Jeff Prince, email me. Info at grimgreen.com. Include a picture of you from YouTube so I recognize your purple picture. And I'll make sure this blue raz gets to you. Dang, you guys. Oh, we still got the juice music playing in the background? I think we're done. Like, that's it. Two hours. Just bye. Let me take a quick look around the room and make sure I didn't forget anything. Did I forget anything up here? Nope. Still going to be in Houston. Okay. Do the CASA call to action. That's it. I think we're done. Let me take a quick look. We even got a little bit hydrated. We drank a melon cream soda. I, I'm, gonna, I'm saving it so Casey can taste it. That's it. Oh, and we got tube mods and we got... Poet Sweet Black Tea. We never got the Kirsch really like going, but damn it, we tried. That's it, you guys. That's it. Big love from Grim Green to you. Let me check and see if there's any more Super Chats. A few more uh, popped in here. Glenn Ness, let's see. Uh, uh, oh, 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 I got back here in the Super Chats. There were a few Super Chats I kind of missed. Sewer rug, Kennedy, my birthday was the 22nd. Now I'm really old. Really old, Kennedy. Really old. No, come on. Come on. I'm looking for, I love getting older. I'm looking forward to getting older every single day. I love it. Bring it on. 
old dudes vaping, old people vaping. That's what it's all about. Eifer, I was planning my first D&D campaign and one of my NPCs jumped out of my computer and said, give Nick another five bucks. See, that's a sign. That's a sign that we're supposed to play Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> I think it's a sign. Eifer, uh, no, not Eifer, Glenn Ness. Hola, mi gran amigo vapador. Gracias por esta noche. Gracias por esta noche. I don't know what that exactly means. Thank you. You're very welcome, Glenn Ness. Gracias por esta noche. Uh, Eifer, I'll take that blue raz out of your hands. Just saying. It's already spoken for, Eifer, but I have a second bottle. <laughs> James Duke. Hey, Nick, get the Valhalla for the Grogan powder coated by Palmer's Powders. Looks awesome. See you in Houston. Hell yeah, James Duke. That's rad. I can't wait to see the powder-coated Grogan. Can't wait to see the powder-coated Valhalla for the Grogan. Uh, Darren says, uh, thanks for the help. I wasn't refreshing Discord. Did you get on there, Darren? Pow, pow, pow. We're, gonna, we're almost there. Let's hang out. Face Meat. Face Meat did a super chat, a dry oatmeal. Hi, Face Meat. I saw you tweeting. I saw you tweeting. I don't know if, if FaceMeet realizes the impact that he's had on my YouTube, but FaceMeet, you've had a, a a marked like impact on this YouTube. Jake Scrapwood says, it ain't no mentholated burrito. Ah, no, it's not. It's not. I would vape a gallon of Blue Raz before I vape a mentholated burrito. Although now that you've mentioned mentholated burrito, it's kind of stuck in my head. I kind of want to taste it again. I'm going to dig that out for the next vlog. The return of mentholated burrito. Nartid. Uh, Natrid. Am I saying your name completely wrong? Natrid. I uh, just got back to my hotel and the power out is across the whole town. Glad I got here to see the rest of your positivity. Thanks for what you do, bud. I, look, the pleasure is all mine. I feel bummed that your power is out, bro. <laughs> I feel bummed. Glenn Ness says, sorry, need to practice 89 days until retirement in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. Glenn, that's the dream, bro. Shit, Glenn, bump that fist, Glenn. Congratulations. Get down there. Get to Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. I love that. I love that. I'm happy for you, Glenn. Happy for you, Glenn Ness. All right, you guys, well, listen, this is actually the end of the vlog now. We did run a little bit long, but that's okay. Remember, next week, I don't know why I'm trying to even do this. Next week, the vlog will be Wednesday. I'll remind you a few times. I'll post on Instagram. I'll post, you know, like I do some places on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, things like that. I'll remind everybody, next week, Wednesday vlog. Wednesday vlog, because Thursday be flying to Houston, Texas. I'm going to be stuffing my face with barbecue and beer and it's going to be great. It's going to be spectacular. So next week, Wednesday vlog, Wednesday vlog, Wednesday vlog. In the meantime, you guys, I just want to share this again with you. Um, as my, as like a, my, my closing, my closing statement, I saw this on Twitter today, really hit hard with me. Someone asked me today how I stay positive. The answer is I don't, but I refuse to give up and I refuse to let others give up, which means that together, slowly, 
persistently, we can create hope over and over again. Hashtag keep going. I don't stay positive, but I do refuse to give up and I refuse to let anybody else give up. And that means, like she said, we can create hope over and over again. Rebellions are built on hope, you guys. So until next week, remember that no matter what anybody tells you, vaping is at least 95% less harmful than burning deadly combustible tobacco cigarettes, if not more, if not even less harmful than 95%. That's just estimated right now at least 95%. That's what the at least means on there. So no matter what's in your hand, vape, defend vaping, convert smokers, be excellent to each other. Big, big love, you guys. Peace.